This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming in July from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So I was reading something this morning about an individual, and I forget the guy's name, who left uh, Neuralink, and now he is getting into eye implants. And I thought to myself, I just love Futurama. Futurama is a great show. If you haven't watched Futurama, you have to go back and find Futurama wherever it is, whether it's on Paramount Plus or whatever, and Disney Plus, I don't know where it is, but you have to go back and watch Futurama. If you're interested in product development, if you're interested in product management, if you're interested in creating new products for the world, one of my tricks is looking at science fiction. Look at far future science fiction and work backwards. I think I talked about last week, I talked about taking the maze backwards. Here's one of my other tips, is that if you're looking to build something new, a brand new product that the world's never seen before, Go to the science fiction bookshelf. Go to the science fiction bookshelf and find some hard sci-fi, which is set sometime in the future, 500, 600,000 years, and then look at things that are in that book. And then think to yourself, okay, what's the great, 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 great granddaddy of that service? How did that begin? Where did that come from? If we were to backcast to today, So this story, which takes place in the year 2500, has this particular device in it. So if we go back to today, what would be the precursor to that device that we could build now that would somehow in some way evolve into that product from the year 2500? And it doesn't necessarily need to be. It's kind of like what happened with communicators on Star Trek, right? I mean... Those communicators that you see on Star Trek, the flip phones, those went and became real in in Motorola flip phones, right? So the Star Trek communicator became a Motorola flip phone. So science fiction really does inform product development. So here's, here's 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 my reason why I was talking about Futurama is that in, there's an episode of Futurama and I, I forget exactly which, what it's called. But it's the one you've probably seen the meme 
where Fry's uh, got a bunch of cash in his hand. He goes, shut up and take my money. And it's a takeoff on Apple. And the company, I forget, I think it was Mom runs the company, Mom, who Mom is like this uh, elderly uh, mogul who runs this company. But the company is very similar to Apple. And they've come up with a brand new product called the iPhone, the iPhone. And it basically is an eye implant that shows you everything in your eye, right? So instead of you having to look at your phone, uh, it's an augmented reality device, which gets injected into your eye. And this augmented reality device that gets injected into your eye covers up your cornea and will show you in your field of vision, augmented reality stuff. So it's not, it's not glasses, it's something that goes onto your eyeball. Now this is something that's been postulated in many science fiction novels that we're going to get to the point where we're going to have sort of contact lenses and all sorts of things that we're going to be able to, be able to augment reality for us. So this is not a really a new idea, but watching it in <laughs> Futurama, which is science fiction. I mean, it's it's t it's science fiction TV comedy, but it's still science fiction. This the the crew and staff, the writers at Futurama really do do futurism. They do postulate what things are going to be like in the year 3000 on. So it, they imagined that this device would come in and they took did a funny takeoff on how that device would sort of take over people's minds and stuff like that. But that's one of the reasons why I love that kind of science fiction is because it does talk about things that could happen. And then you go backtrack and you say, well, what can we build today? That's similar to that thing, but I digress. So it's happening. It's happening, folks. Those things are being built. The iPhone from Futurama is being built by somebody who used to work at Neuralink. So my advice to you is if you are in product development, product management, if your part of your work is developing new products, look at the sci-fi bookshelf. Some of the stuff is probably really far out. You're probably thinking to yourself, oh my God, this is like implants and this and that. There's like some of the far, some of the stuff is really far out. But if you think about it as sort of like the end result of something that could have been, the starts of it could be developed today, then maybe that's something you could build now. I'll give you an example. So there was this science fiction series written by Samuel Delaney, who was a, I was a fan of, called Stars in My Pocket Like Grains of Sand. And the concept in this was that at birth, something would be embedded in your head that allowed you to communicate with AIs that were orbiting the planet. And when a question popped into your head, like say, I wanted to do something or I want to figure something out or how, can I have directions to X, Y, Z or how much does it cost for this? The question would just pop into your head. And the moment the question popped into your head, it would get shot up to the AI, the AI would answer the question, and then it would come back down into your head. And it would be, it, it would be immediate. So think of the effect on training, right? Think, think of the effect on, you wouldn't need to train anybody anymore. It would be just in tra time training. And it would be like embedded Google, right? And I read this thing, and this is from years and years and years ago, pre-Google, pre-search engines, pre-search engines, pre-internet, pre-all of this. But he envisioned this future 
And if you think about it, if you were a startup hunter back then and you're reading this book you think you, and using this technique of backcasting from science fiction, you could, be, you could envision something like Google, something like a search engine, way before search engines were even thought about. That's the power of using that in developing the products of today. Good science fiction authors, ones who really research and are real futurists, can give you amazing new ideas if you just backtrack them to now. It's a huge wealth of fodder for your product development ideas. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.